Good evening, everyone. It's midnight again, and welcome to Midnight Film Club. I fucked up the entire intro, but that's okay, because I'm here with my friend Jay, who will help me out. <laughs> it is the Midnight Film Club. You got that right. Okay, right? good. <laughs> How at least are you, I man? know something right is, is going on. <laughs> How you doing? You okay? Mm-hmm. Good, good. good. We're remote again. How are you? Yeah. How are you doing? Because you weren't doing uh, so hot last week. Why we didn't have an episode? I am a hundred percent better. I feel superhuman now. Um, I had COVID. Yeah, and <laughs> listen, the next time somebody says to me, "Oh, it's just a bad cold. It's just a cold. You know, whatever. Man up or whatever." The one thing I have to say to those people is "fuck you," because it's what I got was not a cold, man. It sucked. That bad, honestly. huh? Mate, it was like, I could feel it coming on, and I was like, yeah, this feels a little bit like the flu. You know, I'll, I'll just soldier on. Mate, by day five, oh my god, man, like, couldn't really breathe that much. Chest was hurting me. But the worst thing of all, man, the throat, honestly. No, it was like destroyed. swallowing glass. Oh, man, every time I, like, gulped or, like, took a drink of water or something, every time I woke up mm-hmm. for about four days, it was horrendous, man. It was like eating glass, pretty much. Um, Jesus. And then I go online and it's like, the government guidelines suggest because Omicron is mild. I'm like, it's not mild, man. It was either Omicron I got or it was an offshoot of fucking Delta because I know that's still in circulation. But right. I didn't I didn't get told what it was. Um, Can they even test for yeah. like different types? Isn't it just like you have Corona or you don't? Well, originally I tested negative on a pcr but i was a close contact so i had to isolate anyway mm, for and then 10 days anyway. yeah for 10 days and then in the middle of that the government were like oh we're gonna lower it to seven but i was sick at that time so i still had to finish 10 days according mm-hmm. to my doctor but mate it blew honestly it it's it's not a fucking joke and i can see why people die from it you know yeah. what i mean personally like seriously um I'm just glad to feel human again. It's <laughs> and the, the the weird thing is, mate, is the isolation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, I was with my partner and that, and um, thankfully we didn't like scream at each other. We watched so many fucking movies. Um, I platinum Ghost of Tsushima, which was an experience, nice. and I got very emotional when that finished. Uh, <laughs> and the dog was bored, but apart from that, everything was fine. You know, but. Today I went outside for the first time in like ten days. Gee, fucking hell, man! Like that sun, ooh, hit different. Hit different. I can imagine, honestly. yeah. When you when you don't <laughs> see the sun for you know more than a week, you just feel like, hang on a minute, the world was like carrying on as normal mm-hmm. during this time because I, I I I didn't go out. I just stayed indoors, man. Like my vitamin, I was on vitamin D tablets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because I was getting no sunlight and right. It's just weird, man. It's to isolate for that amount of time. I know they lowered it during that time, but just if if you get put in that situation, get comfortable. Fucking stock your fridge. Just, you know, have a million games that you want to play, have a million films that yeah. you want to watch, and just get comfortable, man. And to be honest, I don't miss the sickness, but I miss that time off. Because, I Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, work called and they were like, what are you up to? And I was like, playing Ghost of Tsushima, they're like, oh, I can't, you know, where are you on it? And I'm like, I've never had that conversation with anybody (laughs) professionally, you know, because there's nothing you can do, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's been my fucking 
final two weeks. How about you, man? Uh, <laughs> what have I been doing? Uh, go to work. Yeah, like nothing special. Just go to work and hang out. I'm I'm getting ready to uh, build some stuff, like models and whatnot. I got spray paint uh, last night at like 9 p.m. And it, it was snowing, so I'm like, <laughs> I can't exactly spray anything. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And then everyone was like, let's do podcasts today. So I'm like, okay, well, no. I... <laughs> I got it snowed yesterday today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I was aware that it might snow. I never stepped outside. Oh, people made like you know, a big fucking like... deal about it. And like, they're like, ah, it's was gonna... it heavy. No, fuck no. <laughs> Come on. Just like a gentleman's pinch of snow. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Like, walking down the street, I'm like, oh, it's snowing and it's sticking to me, but, like, it lands on the ground and melts immediately, and it's like, okay. I'll tell you what, snow twice in, well, well, the same month, pretty much, because yeah. it was, like, January 7th. It's pretty rare for Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. Global warming! Global warming. But, um, yeah, so, Dave, you chose this week's movie. No, I didn't. You did. I did. Last yeah, week. Sorry. <laughs> uh, not last week. Did I? Did I? Week. Did I tell you? Did I tell you that I've gone insane during lockdown? <laughs> no, you failed to mention this. <laughs> yes, I did choose the movie. Yeah. What I mean to say is, you get to choose next week's movie. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> okay. Go. Yeah. Fair enough. So, um, District Nine, bro. Um, when did you watch it? Did you watch? I it? watched it today. Uh, I watched. I finished it today. As yeah, well. I watched it again. Today. Um. But you'd already seen it before, like me. Yeah, uh, but many, many, many years time. ago. I think I'd seen it like much closer to when it had originally come out. Two thousand nine, right? Yeah, I think it was a little right. bit after. I think I like maybe saw it twenty ten, twenty eleven, something like that. Yeah, and was it as good as you remember, or if not better than you? Remember? Um, I think it was just as good as I remember. But I mean. Well, maybe we'll we'll roll the the trailer first before I talk in depth about what I think about it. But yeah, it was it was what I remember about. Yeah, hundred percent. So let's roll the trailer. Sure. So this week we watched Just... um, a Peter Jackson presents a film by Neil Blomkamp movie. Yeah, District Nine. Nobody comes back late at night anymore. They have more security. The government noticed that they were moving into new areas. That's when things started to get out of hand. They don't belong here. They're spending so much money to keep them here when they could be spending it on other things. At least they're keeping them separate from us. A lot of bad things started to happen. They must just go. I don't know where they go. They must just go. We're at the breaking point. People are living in fear. just leave how do your weapons work I just want everyone watching this right now to learn from what has happened 
Yeah, produced by Peter Jackson. I've just noticed this amazing piece, nugget of information. Yes, uh, so... The you know Sir Peter uh, Jackson. Do you know what the uh, <laughs> the deal was? Uh, of what, like, why it's produced by Peter Jackson? Go on. So, um, <laughs> I believe, if I remember correctly, Neil Blomkamp, he's like a pretty young director. Mm, mm, mm. And, yeah. and originally, he was supposed to be doing a Halo movie. Or like a, a TV series or something. Yes. And it, yeah. it fell through. And then Peter Jackson, uh, like hot off of, I think at this time, probably Lord of the Rings he had done at this time. Yeah, yeah. Six six years before he did the final one. Yeah. In 2003. So he, he yeah. just said like, here, like Neil, like take $30 million and make whatever the fuck you want. Uh, hang on. Hang on. How? Wait, no Blomkamp. He's 42 now. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! He would have been my age. He would have been like twenty something at the time. Yeah, twenty nine, twenty eight. Oh my god! Wow, wow, that's blown me away. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Imagine making this movie. Well, I mean, if you got thirty million dollars, you could make anything that you wanted. Really, <laughs> but... Kind of, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it is a very, very fucking like well made movie. Yes, we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. Thirty million though. So, million. Uh, what was the box office on this? Do you know what the box office rating was? Two hundred and ten million on a thirty million budget. That's yeah, yeah. Putting money in the yeah. bank for Mister Blomkamp. <laughs> Distributed by Sony Pictures mm-hmm. and uh, Stir and Accord, the South African um, uh, movie co- uh, cinema company that represents sixty percent of the market, and mm-hmm. also production company Wingnut. Of course, which is Peter Jackson. Right. Wingnut. What a fucking weird, weird name. But anyways. Um, yep. So directed by Nell Blomkamp. Written by him and Terry Hatchell. Um, she wrote the screenplay. Produced by Peter Jackson. And starring um, unknown actors at this point. 100% unknown actors. Yeah. Charlotte Copley. Mm-hmm. Who got the part through a test. Yes. Um, yeah. Like a, a, a audio test or a visual test. Get in front of the camera and Shalto, and then he got the part. And, mate, he's great. He's fucking do you, awesome. Do you I know would... what an interesting fact about him in this movie was? Go for it. He had never it. acted before. Ever. Mm. This is his first... Nor... Like, he's not an actor. Nor he had any interest in acting yeah. as well. That's fucking yeah. nuts, because he's so good in this movie. Oh, he's great. He's fucking, <laughs> he's fucking unbelievable in yeah. this movie, man. Like... Especially when he starts to like go through the the alien changes. Yeah. Oh my god! Like he's amazing. He's fucking like shaking, and oh, we've got to get into that man. Like the okay that whole sequence. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Where should we start? I think. Um, okay. Let's let's kind of like do as the movie does and set the stage for what this movie is. Right. Yeah. So we're in Joburg. Yeah, right? Johannesburg. Johannesburg in South Africa. It's. Wow, what would you say? This is like mid two thousands, I guess, would be when this nineteen nineteen eighty two. Oh, really? Um, well, the the start, the start of the was nineteen eighty two, and then it... but then apparently it's twenty ten. Okay, twenty ten okay. when it's yeah twenty years later. So yeah, aliens so. show up in nineteen eighty two over Johannesburg in this giant flying saucer that is really cool looking. Like it's it's unlike other. Like Independence Day. Yeah, you know, it's so. it's un, kind of unlike other uh, you know spacecraft where like science fiction movies always want to make the spacecraft look like 
sleek and fast and or like yeah. <laughs> they go like really alien and it's just like some weird fucking weird shape. This is just like it's like a big You know what it looks like? It looks like an industrial plant flipped upside down. Yeah, it does. It does a million percent. Yeah. Um, and like you said it it doesn't have any kind of like features that like normal giant space mm-hmm. like like an independence day you've got like the fucking giant laser on the bottom yeah just, it opens up the big you know you know conveniently thing. places itself over the fucking white house you know what i mean right. <laughs> like um but they make a quote at the start of this movie where it's like oh they could have flown over new york or los angeles, angeles but they, they 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 came to joburg you know and it's yeah. like there's that kind of cliche at the window Right. Nor does it have a fucking giant laser, yeah. and it it it's just static. They're not they're know? not here to conquer. They're not here to blow up the planet. They're not here. Like they make a point of like this fucking ship just shows up over top of Johannesburg, and it sits there for three months and does nothing. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. and humans are like, okay, well, what the fuck do we do? Like it's just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It was an interesting time that this movie was made because obviously they set it in the eighties, which mm-hmm. you know they're kind of gonna look at it and go, "Oh, what do we do? We'll just cut it open, right?" Right. Can you imagine that happening today? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just in today's environment, just like people denying it's even in the fucking sky. You know all this oh, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the Johannes, the Johannesburg aliens is a fucking psyop, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a false flag. It's yeah, like, exactly. Bro, it's there. It's, it's literally it's there, there in the fucking. It's just like don't look up. But yeah, they cut it open and they find an arena basically full of aliens that yep. are malnourished, fucked, and they decide to bring them to Earth and basically segregate them. Yep. Um, and that's the entire commentary of this film. It is a um commentary on kind of xenophobia social segregation and basically what happened to district six yes in the in, 60s in the 60s yeah that's the during apartheid. historical yeah apartheid and uh because you're designed to hate the aliens the mm-hmm. moment you get into this movie yeah like through the propaganda that it shows you basically um i think it's really strong actually like the message and this is one thing that i didn't quite get at the time because i was only 16 17 right but like watching it now i'm like fucking hell this is like ridiculous now i know more about the world mm-hmm. you know what i mean yep. and the history of the world it's a great kind of commentary on that like time period mm-hmm. and like historically what happened in south africa at the time um yeah what do you what do you have to think about <laughs> yeah that well? I, the thing i will say that i love about kind of the start of this movie when they're talking, when they're doing like that, um, they're basically doing like, not like found footage, like a documentary style opening, right? Yeah, like they treat yeah, it with yeah. the seriousness as though like this is actually happening, and they're they're filming it like a documentary. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Tiger King, yeah. <laughs> and I love, I love that it it's such a good setup for the state of the world in like ten minutes. Right, yeah. like in the first ten minutes, you know exactly what is going on in this entire movie. Like, okay, the aliens have come. We've put them in camps. It takes place in South Africa. The MCU, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, MSU. the company. M- MNU. 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 Multinational United. Yeah. Right? MNU is like there and they're basically like a weird paramilitary organization-esque type dealy. They make weapons yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. I like um, I also like that, like, you you kind of have to pay attention to the the beginning of this movie, like, what's happening. Because if, if you pay attention, like, you, you realize that the documentary that you're watching, like, the fake documentary that you're watching, isn't about the ship. And it's not about no. the prawns. It's about the main character. Yeah, like, it's foreshadowing, yeah. isn't it? Like, and if you if you're not paying attention, you don't you don't really notice that. But I like that they yeah. they did that. So it basically explains what's happening, what's happened, and what's going to happen. Yeah. And you're like, because they drop quotes such as like, "Oh, you know, he made the decisions that were given to him." Yeah. And it's like, what, what the what, what the shit? And then it's, it's like, like, who's he? Yeah. And he and he's like really happy, and he's like. Eh. Hello, everyone. You know, I've just been promoted. What's his name? Vickers. 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 Yeah, Vickers. Dutch, right? He's, yeah. a, he's Africans. Played by Sholto Copley. Yeah. And like you mentioned, you wouldn't guess that it was his first fucking acting role because nope. he's awesome. He's so good. He's fucking yeah. great. Um, and basically, he's married to the daughter of the um, MSU. The boss, right? Guy. Smith. Yeah. Smith. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like the whole time. By the way, I shouldn't have done this, but the whole time, I was just quoting Lethal Weapon two because of the accents and stuff. It was like diplomatic immunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh fuck. But um, yeah, he is. He gets promoted, and basically, he's in charge of MNU's. Um, hang on, MNU. MNU, Multinational United. Um, Why am I they're relocating MSU or M- <laughs> MCU? MSU. <laughs> MSU. Um, they're in charge of relocating the aliens. From who... from District 9 to District 10. Yeah. Um, and they call them prawns. Very derogatorily, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean there's like specifically a guy prawns. in the... The... What's it called? Uh, in the documentary, he's like... Well, you can't, like, deny that's, you know, what they look like. They look like fucking prawns. <laughs> it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad. But, um, so District 9 is, like, where the, the the aliens are placed. And then it turns into a slum. And then, basically, the aliens are, like, graffitiing, yep. stealing shit, killing people. Oh, mate. The fucking violence in this movie is horrendous as well. Oh, like, it's it's out there. It, man, it like. made me wonder why you picked this movie because I know you've said before you're like, oh, I can't really do gore, and man, this movie is fucking fucking mental. We'll, we'll get to that though. <laughs> so, so yeah, they they just yeah, they're in charge of relocating the yeah. the uh, the this sea creature looking alien yes basically. <laughs> yeah so yeah I, one thing that like i think is interesting right because like you're seeing this documentary from the perspective of people right and I, I wrote down in my notes and now that i finished the movie again i kind of like looking at my notes again i'm like ah, okay like the propaganda worked right because i i have written down i'm like 
it, the aliens like immediately getting rights when they barely seem civilized is really weird. And I'm like, okay, well, of course I would think that because that's the way they're presented by the propaganda. Yeah. And, yeah. and I said like, also how the fuck did they get to earth if they're like so primitive? Right. Cause it just mm. seems like they're just like bashing on things and like ripping stuff apart. And they're just like weird fucking. Well, you can you can argue that they're not primitive because Christopher, the main yes. prawn character, is mm-hmm. a technical genius, right? He's like an engineer, right? And he's built like the ship that mm-hmm. will go back. And their technology is incredible. I mean, look at the guns, look at their spacecraft, right. you know. So it's like I think they were forced into those conditions, and then they just fought for survival, and that's why they're so like primitive in a way, right? They're an intelligent race, but I think that they were just, like, lost in the universe, came to Earth, and then they were, like, taken by the people of Johannesburg, Mm -hmm. and then they were just left to kind of become animals, basically. Right. Because they're they're actually, like, a really intelligent race, like, when you look later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the the guns and everything, like, the the weaponry, it's, like, out of this world, literally. Like, it's, um, I think that they were just they were just degraded over time because of like their living conditions and everything. And they were existing alongside humans that were like taking away a lot of the rights Mm. and like, you know, that they're not in their usual place, all this kind of stuff. So yeah, the propaganda like really draws you in at the start. Mm -hmm. don't You You, like made to hate them, which is fucking, I mean, it works. It works. Right. Yeah, yeah, but then eventually you just think, I want every human in this movie to die. Like, that's how you fucking feel later on. A little bit, yeah. Everyone's scum, like, fucking horrible. Yeah, there's not, like, it's it's funny because, like, the the documentary is, like, painting Vickis as, like, this fucking horrible person because he he joined the prawns at the end and, you know, whatever, right? Like, like, that's that's what they present in the, in the propaganda. But when yeah. you actually watch the movie, it's like, oh, no, like, people are fucking garbage. Like, everyone yeah. else in this movie, except for him, is fucking garbage. And he's just in Fuck a really... government. Sh- <laughs> yeah, he's just in a really <laughs> shitty situation. They really fuck him as well, which yep. we will mention mm-hmm. in a minute. But, like, really fucking disturbingly, like, fuck him over. Like, mm-hmm. and, again, like... There's some decisions that, like, the humans, shall we say, in this movie make. And it's like, why would they fucking do that? Why? You know, um, so we'll get to it. Um, he's basically uh, in charge of the relocation. Relocating all right, these problems. Right, yeah, yeah. And they speak to them like shit. They verbally abuse them. Oh, and there's this bold guy? What's his fucking name? Uh, his, the, the mercenary guy. Yeah, uh, Kubis Kubis Venter. Yeah, the fucking... He's like a massive racist, like, PMC kind of fucking, like, soldier, right? And he's, like, just such a dick. And I think uh, Vickers goes up to him like, oh, you know, you're carrying, like, too much ammo. And he's like, fuck you, fuck you! You know, like, listen to me, you fuck! You know, um, so he's just going around fucking... Being a jerk. Brutalize, brutalizing them, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, like, he, he outright says that he loves killing the fucking prawns. He's like, oh, my job is great. I get to kill all these fucking prawns. Yeah. I think he says later on, he's like, I love watching you prawns die. And it's yep. like, mm, sick 
sadistic motherfucker. And I'm just like, I hope you get the death that you deserve. Which he does. Yeah. But we'll we'll explain that later. Um Do we get to the bit where is it Christopher, right? Mm-hmm. He's got he's got a young son. Mm-hmm. And he's got a friend as well, yes. right? But like the friend. I gets assume it's killed. like his wife or something. Yeah. Oh no, his name's Paul. Oh, Paul, okay. According to the subtitle. But like they're looking for stuff, aren't they? And then like um Christopher's been building like the thing to go back to the spaceship. Right. Some kind of a power source. So okay, hang on. I have to ask you a question. Where did you watch this movie? I was just about to ask you the same question. I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> okay, so I I watched it on Amazon Prime. So now I have a question for you. When the prawns were talking, were there English subtitles? I know there wasn't. But I've seen it before and I kinda know what they're on about. Okay. <laughs> So here's here's the thing. I watched it on. I can speak prawn. I watched <laughs> it on uh, Amazon Prime, and the the prawns are subtitled, but all the subtitles were in Japanese. Oh shit! So I was I was having to I was having to listen to prawns speak a language I don't speak in a language I half speak, and half can read. It's an absolute nightmare. So this brings me to another point that I wanted to bring up, which was how the fuck do they know what they're saying? Like, have people just learned prawn? I guess over 20 years you could, right? I don't know. No, they don't understand them because it's like when Vickers, for example, is talking to them, he's like, sign here. And it's just like, I think he's reading the body language because a lot of them are just like, nah, fuck off, like nodding and stuff like that. I don't but know about the, that because the prawns can understand humans because again they're not a primitive species like yeah but and... near the end of the movie though it it seems like Vickers is just having a conversation with the prawn like yeah, 100% he's turning he's turning into a prawn uh, but I, I think he was answering perfectly before that too really yes just based off the the subtitles that I could read because the things that the prawn would say, he would react to very specifically. Yeah, yeah. But maybe that's I mean, not in, the case. I'm not sure. In the end, I definitely be- believe that it's a you know he, he's becoming one of them, right? Right. He becomes, yes. You know, spoilers. Um, spoiler alert <laughs> for a 13 year old movie. Um. Yeah. So he's kind of like, yeah, he becomes a prawn yep. in the end. So he's he can understand prawns. But yeah, I, I see your point because when he's speaking to Christopher, he's like. He does have conversations, but like mm-hmm. at times he's he's kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know what, but you've got to do this. You know what I mean? And then right, the prawn's right, right. like fully understanding him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The and... the the subtitles indicate very heavily that they one hundred percent understood what people were saying. Yeah, because yeah. like the uh, like he would ask him, he's like, ah, oh, do you want to sign this thing? And then the prawn subtitle was like, no, no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to say that Vickers is an absolute penis during this bit because, like, he goes to Christopher's house, mm-hmm. and obviously Christopher's son's Christopher's son is there. Yeah. Just like this little this little boy outside, and like as the day goes on, he's getting more and more impatient, mm-hmm. and he's just like throws him a snack, and then the little alien like throws it back at his head, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And like the, the, his guard's got like a shotgun. Yeah. And you just look at this kid and you're like, oh my god, like, what? It's fucking brutal, man. Like, the regime that they have. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
they pull Christopher out. And then he goes into his house and he sees like all of his technology and he's like, oh, this guy's definitely a criminal. And it's like, yeah, man, this movie is so fucking like, I don't know. It, it details like that kind of white fucking supremacy, you know, and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and racism. Yeah. In such a way that it's just like, it, it's, y- you witness the fucking cruelty, man. Yeah. But then again, it, it's not just like, white people in this movie is everybody versus the aliens yes 100% which is a different angle on it which is really interesting um but yeah basically uh Christopher's got this plan he's part of like this power cell like under his house that's gonna that fell from the main ship yeah and when that joins with the ship then the ship will leave right um but then Vickers finds what's in the can I wanted to ask this question is it like so fuel or yes it's like fuel right. yes because it's what they need to power the drop ship mm-hmm. and he fucking sprays it in his face like an idiot yeah. and then the movie starts in my opinion <laughs> like, pretty like... much yeah 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 like i think like the first like 10 minutes of this movie uh like 10 to 15 minutes are like set up of what happens but like the second he gets sprayed in the face like that's kind of when the movie starts right mm-hmm so obviously he starts getting a bit sick, doesn't he? Yeah, like and almost immediately he starts like throwing up, and he's like, "Is everybody else hot?" And the, everyone's like, "No, no, nope. <laughs> fuck off!" <laughs> Sinking shit. He's just much. like he's like he has like cold sweats. Like he's always like he's sweating Coughing, all the time, and he's choking. fucking hungry and choking and eating and puking and like eating cat food. <laughs> that's <laughs> later, but yeah, and then like he starts like bleeding like black stuff out of his nose. Uh, and then when he the fingers, man, oh, when he when he God. gets back to his house. After his day of spraying himself with biofuel, um, <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, what he says to his wife something like, listen, I need to go to the bathroom right now. I may have shit my pants. It's not going to be good. And then, like, she turns on the light and everyone's there for, like, his, his fucking promotion party. And he, you just see it in his face. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck no. Like, he's like, this is the worst thing to happen right now. And his boss is just like. You fucked up today. Too many aliens yeah. died. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> he's like cutting the it's cake, like, and he just pukes this fucking like black sludge all over the cake. And I, interesting fact, yeah. right? He cuts part of the cake. Apparently, that's like, I think it's part of like the ship that like, I don't know. No, uh, no, I've, no. Got, I've got to find he, that. Yeah, he cuts part of the cake, which is shaped like the the MNU building. And he cuts the part that's the same part that they escape out of later in the... Yeah, that, that's it, that's it. That's in the it, movie. Yeah. I had that written down somewhere. But yeah, he faints and then goes to the hospital. I, I do love that, like, before he faints, he, like, tries to, like, tap up his, like, projectile vomit with, like, <laughs> like a <laughs> tissue before he passes yeah, out. Yeah, like, all over the cake. He's just, like, dabbing it. He's like, oh, don't worry, I'll get that. <laughs> you can still eat. You can still eat this cake. <laughs> It's tasty. Yeah. It's tasty. But yeah, like he, he wakes up in the hospital and I've got to say, man, I forgot about this scene and I remember many years ago my reaction to it after it happened again. You know when the guy's cutting into his bandage? Yeah. Because before that he was chewing his fingernails off, right? Which yeah. I can't watch. I can't, 
fucking horrible, man. Well, he, had, he had broke his arm earlier that day from getting chucked into, like, a fucking porta potty or whatever. So they, the, the medic had, like, bandaged his arm. I'm Vickers Vandermeer. Welcome to Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets thrown. Thrown, like, yeah. 20 meters. Yeah. And, and, like, he starts peeling off his uh, fingernails yeah. in the toilet. Yeah. I couldn't watch that. Oh, then, God, like, yeah. It was sore levels of fucking, like, body horror. I, I, then... I literally wrote, I forgot how much crazy body horror there is in this movie. Oh, it's... It's, there's so much. But he cuts into his bandage, his doctor. Yeah. And then his arms transformed into, like, the kind of prawn arm, right? Yeah. But there's that, like, swell in the music just as soon as, like, the, the doctor discovers it. Mm. And it's like, Oh my god, like, fuck, like, I have my volume on really loud, mm. and I didn't see it coming, because, I don't know, I just, I didn't, I've seen this movie before, but when that happened, I was like, fuck, oh my god, and I remember, like, being in the cinema watching this movie when it first came out, having the exact same reaction, it was something that yeah. I completely forgot, you know, when you start to see him turning, I think it's really interesting, like, because... This part of the movie, just everything fucking changes. Like, he loses fucking everything. And um, they put him through, like, kind of experimentation. Yeah. What did you think to this scene, man? Like, because obviously humans can't fire their weaponry, right? Yeah. Um, Only only prawns can. Mm-hmm. But now he's got a prawn arm. Um, His fucking father-in-law is like... Treating him like a guinea pig. Now, Basically, yeah. What did you think to this scene? Because I think this is fucking horrendous. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely, like, it's fucking crazy. Because, like, rather than, like, get him help, right? Because that's what you would do if you were a normal fucking, you know, human being, right? You'd be like, yeah. oh, okay, something, like, weird has fucking happened to him. We should get him to, like, a quarantine area and see what we can do to help him out. But immediately they're like, I wonder if you can shoot their guns. Yeah, like immediately yeah. they're like, he he's like basically dying on this this fucking um, uh, hospital bed, and they're like, well, uh, the one guy's like, well, he's like a perfect merge of like prawn and and human at the moment, so we gotta kill him and like harvest his fucking uh body tissue to figure out how the fuck to do it, and then maybe we can start doing it to other people to like get them to be fucking like weird prawn dudes so we can yeah. shoot their guns yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Ugh. It's gross, isn't it? It's like the power that they have, you know, the fact that like the boss of MNU is like Well, I kind of accept that he's married my daughter because yeah. like I don't love him and now he needs help. Yeah. Well I'm just gonna fucking experiment on him and just like test the weaponry. Just because... Oh yeah, the prawns got him. And it's like he's shooting pigs with like these fucking like plasma rifles and these fucking plasma gatling guns and then all of a sudden they bring like they bring a live like alien out and like the acting in the scene is fucking awesome because he's you can tell he's like get me out of this fucking chair you know what i mean like i won't kill a fucking live alien i want i'll shoot a pig you know a dead pig like and each weapon (laughs) the weapons in this movie is stupid man like they're so over the top just like but that's what i like about it Mm -hmm. Because it's not just like a laser or a fucking whatever. Like, it's just like 
mega bolts of fucking lightning that just yeah. make like the it, fucking subject explode, it, it you know, into a turns million bits. You into goop. Yeah, just goop, just atomizes you. You know what I mean? Blood everywhere, and it's, uh, and it's like you can feel the strength of the weapon that he's right, holding. Yeah, yeah, and. Ah, mate, I fucking hate that scene because like his his father in law. I'll refer to him as father in law. He's just in the office, like, wow, oh my god, amazing. There's so many more executives that come in that have probably got stock in the company. Mm, and yeah, just like, oh my god, we're gonna be filthy rich now that we can, you know. Um, so basically, before he fully transforms, his dad wants him. His dad, his father in law, wants him to just be harvested. Yeah. So there's this horrendous scene in the hospital where he escapes. And they're trying to, like, fucking just chop him up, basically. Um, And then he escapes. And this, mate, again, with the smear shit, you know, he escapes trying to, like, survive. Mm, and what did yeah. they fucking put on the TV? Oh! <laughs> him, like, fucking a prawn or whatever, right? Yeah, and that he's got, like, a... STI, STD, yeah, or something. something like that. But like the funny thing, I I wrote down about that. And I'm like, the sexual activity picture is like the worst rush job Photoshop. <laughs> like it's absolutely, it's like it's so clear that it is a doctored photo. Like it's not even well done, and I think that's like 100 percent on purpose, right? And this was 2009, man. This was before the whole fake news, fucking. When fake news became a dictionary term and all this kind of no, stuff. But, but, like, that's the thing, right? Because the, the reason I say that it looks like a fucking shitty fucking Photoshop is because all the rest of the special effects in this movie are, like, really, really good. So it stands out because it looks so shit. Yeah, but, but again, it's, all, it's almost parody, isn't it? Because, right. Because, like, no one, no one will believe him. Everyone will believe the news. Right, 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 right yeah. You know, so it's like... You know, people believe what they fucking... I mean, I can't remember what the world was like in 2009, but it's not too much fucking different from now. Nope, you know what not I mean? really. Like, people still read the news and go, oh my god, is that real? You know what I mean? And they look at him who's trying to order a burger. I think they're at a KFC or something. Somewhere, yeah. And he's like, got half an arm and he's like, give me a fucking burger like that. And it's like, you're the guy that fucked an alien. Of course we're not going to serve you. Yeah. I think they try and shoot him. I'm not sure. But, yeah, uh, eventually he, he like he like grabs some food and starts to run. And then uh, and then the guy just like pulls a shotgun on him. <laughs> There's other characters in this movie. Isn't there like a kind of crime syndicate? Yes, um, the, the weird Nigerian crime syndicate. And like they practice like, they believe that like, eating aliens gives them like magic kind of like yes. powers or something right yeah like they eat arms and stuff i heard that they shag the aliens as well isn't it? Like yeah this is something about like a prostitution <laughs> ring or so, something yeah it's like proper weird but like the the main arms dealer is a scary dude mm-hmm. um again kind of looking back it's kind of weird to like frame just like nigerians as like gangsters that's another kind of take right on this yeah movie. yeah yeah, it's very like I don't know, kind of stereotypical in that regard. Where it's like, and they even talk about them like that in the documentary. Where it's like the Nigerians came and they set up shop and they extort people, and it's like, wow, yep. fucking hell! Like, this is unbelievable because it's not just like segregating the aliens, but it's also like, basically like, I don't know, just 
basically saying that the whole country is just a fucking gangster-ridden well, nation. Well, interesting you know I mean? thing, this this movie is banned in Nigeria. Uh, well, that, that figures, well, for the same reason that I mentioned. Probably. Yeah, because, like, yes, exactly, because... 100%, because they, they felt it, like, it uh, improperly stereotyped, stereotyped uh, Nigerians. So, like, yeah, that, yep, that tracks. Wow, okay. There you go. Um, I didn't read that, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising. Um, but yeah, the main leader's like, I forget his name, um, but he wants to work the technology. Like, they can't work on the technology, but he, he, he has it stored. Doesn't he? Like, yeah, he has, yeah, like, yeah. A lot of... He's bought it from prawns in exchange for cat food, I'm sure. He fucking kills prawns, though, right? To kind of work their technology. Like, Yes, he attempts yeah. to. Yeah. Um, but doesn't he get captured by them? I think. I might jump in ahead. I, I forget who? where I am. Uh, Wickers, Wickers. Doesn't yeah. he get captured by, like, the... Uh, later Nigerian later in the movie, yes. Mm, because he escapes, doesn't he? Using yeah, and then he's like, "Where did you get that arm?" Like after he's eaten like yeah. a fucking arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Where did you get your arm?" <laughs> yeah. Um. So him and Christopher kind of like team up. Mm-hmm. Um. Christopher's a bit of a dick, but a then again, bit. he's not. He's not because like I understand that like him and his race have been fucking persecuted for fucking. Decades, right? Right. And Vickers is like, okay, sort me out, sort me out, sort me out. Like, you know, my arm, I'm turning into one of you. And it's like, look, I'll cure you. Mm-hmm. Just help me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, yeah. Does he fuck? He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he says he can cure him. He doesn't, though. You know what I mean? No, 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 but, no, no, um... no. He said the deal was you get me off of this planet and I'll cure you. Uh, no, but. I mean, that's left to interpretation in the end, isn't it? Right, yeah. Uh, and he's like, he's like, well, how, he asked him like later, he's like, well, how long is it going to take to cure me? And he's like, three years. Three years. <laughs> Fuck you. And he's three like, and he's like, he's like so three like years. Like, what do you mean three years? He's like, the, no, the deal was you get off the planet and you cure me. And he's like, yeah, well, yes, that's still the deal. But either way, it's going to take you three years to get cured. Like, he's like, I can't make it go any faster. That's just the way it is. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I watched that back, actually, I, there's so much I forgot about this movie. It's one of these movies that I really enjoyed many years mm-hmm. ago, and then like coming back to it, I'm like, I can't remember any of it, any mm. of the scenes. I I just remember some of the kills and stuff like that. And... I remember people exploding. I yeah, did, yeah exactly. I did not remember just how many people explode. <laughs> I don't know what the body count is. Hang on. I've I've got it somewhere. There is a body count. It's like 23 uh, people explode. Something like three that. Three aliens or something like yeah, that. Yeah, It's actually yeah, not yeah. as many as you would think. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a bit of trivia I'll just pop in. The language used by the aliens, like the clicking sounds, was created by rubbing a pumpkin. What the fuck? Huh. Wow. Wow. Huh. Unbelievable. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, um... What happens next in this? Okay, so I mean, we have the so Wickis like he he clearly gets like his arm is like now weird like a pronified, and he's like slowly realizes oh he's like <laughs> pronified yeah he's like he realizes oh shit like I'm slowly turning into tempera <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> he chops up 
fucking hell. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. going to turn into a prawn, and he's like, okay, well, fuck. He's like, I, I guess I should help you, because now the government's after me. So, like, now he's kind of had, like, a taste of his own medicine a little bit. Where yeah. he, he at one time was like totally okay with like, oh yeah, you know, just put these fucking prawns in the thing and who gives a shit. But now the government's hunting him and he suddenly has, you know, this change of heart like, oh shit, like man, I gotta, I gotta get mm. away, I gotta hide. Yeah. So he ends up going and... into the place that he can probably hide the best, uh, which is District 9. Like he, he goes back into District 9 because... That's the only place he can hide. He can't hide in Johannesburg. Like people are gonna see a man with a fucking prawn arm. Yeah, he, he like eats cat food. And yeah, fucking just yeah. Well, he he enjoys it for like fifty percent of the time, and then he like throws it. He's like fuck. Yeah, fucking you know, and it's so it's like he's half gone, mm-hmm. half thickers at that point. Yeah, and then he, uh, him and Christopher kind of go to. MNU, they like do a raid. Yeah, I really like the sequence. Um, because there's like one bit where, uh, Christopher's just like stood there looking at like an experiment, right, on on a prawn, and like there's this whole shootout like going on around him, and Christopher's just stood there like fucking horrified, like fuck this, you know, I want to go home, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Whereas Vickers is like blasting humans, like popping them left right and center with like this plasma rifle it's so chaotic like yeah it's yeah it's well like it's funny because like i i they have this um i think they like they go in right and they're like oh you know like we're not gonna kill people and then in like the first 10 seconds he like fucking explodes someone with a lightning gun and he's like well he shot at me <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> So, like, from this scene, Christopher's like, um, I think he says something like, the th- the three-year thing, we don't have enough fuel. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll come back in three years. Yeah. And I remember, like, thinking, oh, fuck, are they going to come back and absolutely ravage the Earth as revenge? You know what I mean? Right. Because he's not just going to come back to, like, retrieve Vickers because now he's a prawn, right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're going to come back and, like, get everybody you know, all the prawns and, like, just fly up into space again. But I was like, are they going to fucking, like, wage war against mankind? Over Who it? knows? Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I just, from this one scene and, like, his dialogue, I'm just like, yeah. You know what I mean? I can totally see it happening because why wouldn't you if you were that species? Mm-hmm. You know, after being treated ridiculously badly for 30 years, why not fucking, like, just invade the Earth and just destroy it? You would think, right? Like, you'd think it'd be yeah. easy. And they say that that as much, like, at the end of the movie, right? Uh, the kind of the uh, the documentary goes like, oh, like, they they left and we don't know what's going to happen. Like, are they are they gone forever? Did they run away? Are they going <laughs> to come back? They're like, we don't know what's going to happen. Then, you know, Independence Day is a direct, indirect sequel. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, yeah. <laughs> You know, um, so yeah, he tries to negotiate afterwards with, uh, the Nigerian gang leader, Mm -hmm. um, and he tries to cut off his arm. (laughs) Yeah, basically, yeah. So yeah, 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 but like, he escapes using the, uh, it's like a wind cannon. I thought that was really, really cool. It's like a sonic 
like blast gun. Yeah, it's like a sound gun, like, basically. He's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Boof, and just go like flying. And the guy's just laughing. He's just like, ha, 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 you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Where did you get that arm? Where did you get that arm? Um, and then doesn't he have like a? Uh, isn't there like a robot suit? That's at the end of the movie. Yeah. What am I missing out? You you skipped around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, so he he originally he goes to the arms dealer to get stuff to break into MNU to get uh, the, the power source back that he confiscated originally from Christopher. Yeah. Then they get it back from uh, MNU and they put it back into the dropship that is underneath Christopher's shack house. That's... The bit on this, yeah, 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 under his house, yeah. yeah. And then eventually, like, they get this dropship going, and Wickis goes back to the arms dealer. He, he gets he gets captured by the arms dealer again. Um, and he's mm. like, Oh, yeah, I told you I was gonna get you, I was gonna get you and take that arm off. And then eventually, he gets into like the, the giant mech suit that the prawns sold the, the arms dealer for like cat food or whatever. And he basically uh, rescues Kristoff um, and gets him mm. back to the dropship, which gets sucked back up by the giant flying saucer, and then they whoop into space. He zaps the fucking main gangster guy as well. Yeah. He like, throws like a magnet at his forehead and just like... Oh, yeah. Absolutely blows, blows his head up. Smithereens. But like, um, there's like a battle and like, he's in the suit mm-hmm. and he gets like fucked up by the bold um really racist uh, P- pmc guy mm-hmm. david james his name is um let me just see oh apparently a really fucking nice guy of course <laughs> oh my god he owns a vacation resort property in uh, south africa and he also plays the flute hmm. now that's that that's a weird thing because uh can you imagine this guy like playing a tune on a flute? He's an absolute fucking psychopath, you know. Um, and he's about to kill uh the main character. What's his fucking name again? Jesus. Uh Vickers. Vickers, yeah. And because Vickers is now part prawn, mm-hmm. a load of prawns circle him and absolutely rip him to pieces. Yeah. Right? It's They do, don't they? Like it's they, so they, sudden. They, I think they just rip his head off. Just his arms and yeah. just fucking everything. Oh, it's... There's a lot of dismemberment in this movie. Yes, there is a lot, a lot of dismemberment know, in this movie. Arms fucking flying everywhere. And I think in like the first sequence when one of them gets evicted, like yeah. the guy goes flying, but there's a load of blood and you see like his arm on the floor and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it rips off his arm, yeah. <laughs> it's just, ah! <laughs> the gore, man, it's fucking amazing. Um... So yeah, Christopher makes it into the ship, yeah, and then it goes back into the main mothership, and then it leaves Earth, mm-hmm. leaves Vickers behind, yep, for three years or however long it's going to take. Well, and at we the end of the... the movie, it shows Vickers like now he's completely turned into a prawn. Isn't he making like a metal flower for his wife? Yes, and she she knows he's still alive, but like. I mean, it's hard for any of the humans to tell or anything like that. Right. But, um, but they get exposed, don't they? And then the aliens get moved 
to a diff- different camp. So like M and U are like fucked. Yeah, yeah. Point. At that point, I think it's uh, Wickets is like um, his like partner guy that he was working with at the beginning of the the movie. Basically, like yeah. leaks all the information about uh, about M and U. Yeah, and then they get fucked over, yep. and then humanity moves on, and then they'll probably get absolutely destroyed. And if you who knows, uh, like, years. like that's the thing, right? Like, it ends on a note where it's like you don't know what happens after that, and I think that's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. I think the ending is really depressing, to be honest. A little like, bit. Yeah, and the the credit music and everything. It's just like, oh god, like. I remember at the time thinking, is there going to be a District 10? There is. You know, like that sequel. What, is there a sequel coming yes, out? Yes, it's coming. No way! Yep. Really? As far as I know, uh, unless it's being canned, but I don't believe that's the case. They're penning the sequel. Oh, yeah, December 3rd, 2021. Which is Apparently there's gonna past. Be... Yeah, the sequel will be stripped down and bare bones. It's coming, apparently. Well, this is the same guy that said an alien reboot will be coming as well. Yeah, well... With we'll, Sigourney Weaver, we'll but, you know... It's It's been, we'll quote-unquote, in the works since this movie, right? So, yeah, who knows? Interesting trivia here. The first documentary-style film to be nominated for Best Picture Oscar. Hmm. Wow, fantastic. Um, And, yeah... Lots of trivia here, actually. Um, Shot a couple of not acted before, and the title was a real place and a real, uh, is a nod to a real place and a real incident. Yeah, District, District Six. Six was a mixed race neighborhood of Cape Town, which the apartheid government demolished in nineteen sixty six to make room for whites. Wow, the the parallels are really there, aren't they? In this movie, like yes, um, it says a lot the, about um, post apartheid kind yeah. of South Africa, you know, and. Especially how it's like visually represented as well, because there's like not one element of kind of class. Yes, really in the in the whole movie, right? I think in the offices that's all, and like the shots are always really up high, and like they're they're not on the. I've noticed this with the visuals that like when you're in District Nine or when you're following Vickers around, it's always on ground level. Yes, but like with the documentary, like. Where it's filmed in like the offices, it's always up high or up it's higher like, in a helicopter, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and like all of the ground footage is like crowds and like just really dense cities that are like just wrecked and just anti-foreign kind of posters and shit. And it's it it's a real world-building kind of movie, right? You know I mean, yeah. it, it's really representative of. I think it's Nell Blomkamp's time when he was a kid mm-hmm. growing up. You know what I mean? And uh, the history of like South Africa and like the, the apartheid era and stuff like that. You've got racism, inequality, unemployment, pretty much everything. And it's represented through like what you see. And it's ridiculous, to mm. be honest. You know what I mean? Um, what do you have to say about this? Like, do you have any notes on this? Like, about any of the themes? Uh, I think, like, there's not much more to say on the themes as far as, like, it is It is definitely an apartheid um, allegory. Mm. But I mm. think the interesting thing is, like, when I think about it, 
in terms of like, okay, what if like if this was to actually happen, right? Yeah, yeah. It, like I feel like this is a pretty accurate way that it would it would go down, right? Because it, <laughs> humans are just fucking awful, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and if if much like a movie like Starship Troopers, which gives me kind of like similar vibes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the humans in that movie are the not the heroes, right? Yeah. Same thing here, right? Like the humans are aggressive and violent, and the prawns kind of just do their own thing in their you know their area, right? And they're like, oh, they're living in like shacks or houses, but then the humans are like coming around with like military armed vehicles and just fucking killing people in the streets, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah. who really is the the aggressor here, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a really interesting point to make actually. Um I I want to get onto the character of like Vickus actually because mm-hmm. he's like a bureaucrat and he's like this really fucking like happy kind of chappy pun intended because he does play chappy later. later well, yeah. Another, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good fucking movie. But like he's He's such a kind of nervous character, and I'm, I was trying to pin him down because of his mannerisms. Like, yeah, he, he's such a fucking nerdy kind of like just stammering. How do I say awkward? Yeah, kind of nervous. Well, he's human he's being. just he just looks he's just kind of like this fucking spineless wimp, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, there's. Something really interesting that I want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, according to an article that I read, actually, about um, the themes in this, is that um, his surname, Vandermeer, is like a generic name for characters who make ethnic jokes against Africaners. Yep. Um, which is an important cultural reference point in South Africa, basically. So... Um, in general, these are spoken by black South Africans over white South Africans, and the joke is so popular that hundreds of blogs offer different variations. So, like, his name... Oh, his name, yeah, joke. Vander... Vander uh, what's his name? Yeah. Vander... Vander Murf. Yeah. Vander Yeah. Um, and the targeted name, Vickers, establishes him as an African everyman, basically. Right. So it's like... It's weird. It's it's a weird kind of dynamic that I need to read more into. Mm. Um, but I found that really, really interesting because, like, his character is representative of the very name that is being given. Yeah. Um, and of course, his character develops into like more than that, where he becomes like a sympathizer and he becomes one of them. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like literally. Yeah. Um. I I think it's a really interesting kind of like movie. Um. It's, you know, it's based on real events um replaces said kind of um ethnic groups with something that you can't relate to as a human however like you can relate to seeing what the people are doing to them and like how they might feel and everything like that because you can compare it to like exactly what happened right right um I think it's a stupidly good movie when it comes to that, like as as a message. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. Um, in terms of the story and the fucking action and everything, and the characters and the acting and 
the gore mm-hmm. and it's, it's a great sci-fi man so like it's, i want to i want to ask you like because this movie is almost 10 years old now because it came out what 2013 2009 2009 okay it. shit yeah, okay, I was it was in high school bro. so it is more than 10 years old like how do you feel the the special effects hold up oh it's awesome <laughs> yeah like i i think that they yeah. still look really good May I to be honest with you, if somebody if I didn't see this Yeah and then somebody said this was made last week and it was released last week, I wouldn't have fucking guessed. Yeah, same. Yeah. Would not have guessed. It's so um I I love that like in so many shots in this movie that the what's it called? The uh the giant uh spaceship is just yeah. kind of like omnipresent. In yeah, in yeah. all the mass. shots, right? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like after a while, you forget it's there, just like everybody else. Right, does. a little bit, yeah. Which it's it's incredible, man. Like some of the shots where it's like it's just there, it doesn't move, and it's like shout, you know, like shadowed over the city, and mm-hmm. you just have to put yourself in people's shoes, you know, going to the office and just seeing that every day. It's just marvelous. It's such a marvelous kind of concept. Al, yeah, it's like a reminder. And it's pretty ridiculous how, like, the very things that have been tortured and, like, malnourished and just, like, brutalized came from the very thing that is towering above the humans. Mm. You know what I mean? That can drop on them at any time and, like, just destroy them, right? Right. And it's, like, it just shows humanity. It's worse where it's, like, oh, we're just going to take them from that ship and just, like, make them bow to our fucking will. And it's, like, no, but, like, you don't know what they're capable of. Right, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, and that ship is a constant reminder of your fucking fate. It's really, like, interesting, man. Like, um, and you mentioned the effects. The aliens were designed by the very company that did all the orcs in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Winter Workshops, yeah. Absolutely legendary um, production company. Um, And I love that, okay, when Vickers turns into the prawn, I noticed immediately yeah. that th- all that is like practical effects, like the eye, the, like when his eyes bulge. The eye, I don't know about the eye, but the arm and like his back and stuff is all practical effects. Yeah, yeah, and it just—it's yeah. so because it's practical effects, they can make it look like actual like shit is there. So like, there's like a part where he's like pulling skin off his like back and arm and you're just like it's so it's so visceral and so real where like if it was done in cgi i don't think like they would go overboard with the effect it'd be like oh like all his skin like peels and falls off right like it, it would look fake this is why the Lord of the Rings, the original Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. is one of the best practical effects kind of movies you will ever fucking see in cinema, right? Yeah. And to prove it, when they made The Hobbit, it was all fucking CGI, and it just never had the same effect as the Lord of the Rings. Um, Like, the people at Weta made, like, the orcs so fucking realistic. Because they were just humans with, like, makeup. You right. Know, just people. Yeah, yeah. And, like, oh, I have... I I don't know if we can ever do the Lord of the Rings for this podcast because it's so long. But <laughs> yeah, it'll be like eight years fucking. Yeah, long. <laughs> fucking. We'll have to do like four parts for each fucking extended edition. Yeah. But my point is, that's why the Hobbit was never as successful. If they did, if they made the Hobbit 
more practical mm-hmm. instead of using CG. I know the Hobbit's supposed to be like a prequel and therefore more fantasy like, like he's reading a book, right, right, right. You know. But it just it had none of the same effects as like the original Lord of the Rings. Like I was fucking terrified of the orcs and just even the elves, man, was scary yeah. because it's like the costume, it's just everything, right? And it's the same with this. Yeah, of course, the prawns themselves are CGI, but like the the practical effects that like they use for Vickers's kind of transformation is like really fucking realistic. I know it's not realistic because he turns into a fucking alien, but the effects look real. Yeah, because they are kind of they're, real. Right? They're there as much as they can be, right? And I, I just wish that, like, I mean, Amazon's doing their stupid Lord of the Rings, which I'm not going to watch, but it's like it's going to be all digital. Bring back practical effects. Seriously. I think uh, too many fucking movies rely on CGI these days. Mm-hmm. Though. This is my rant. Practical effects. Just if, if you're interested in what I'm trying to say, whoever's listening, watch the original Lord of the Rings if you haven't already and just understand that practical effects, yeah, it takes more time. Yeah, I don't know if it costs as much money as digital effects. But you get a lot more of an atmosphere. You get a lot more of like a kind of scene, and it's a lot more horrifying or a lot more kind of immersive practical effects because it looks real. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, stop using so much fucking CGI and stuff. Honestly, like it's it's not good. We we should be learning from this now. You know what I mean? Like in the 20 or so years since the final Lord of the Rings movie, it's like, we've just fucking gradually degraded into just CGI bullshit now. I mean, everything is CGI bullshit now, but that's just the way it is. it's cheap, and it's like, whatever, and it's an industry. I understand people have got jobs and... (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. ...bills Uh to pay, but it's like, just make a practical fucking workshop like Weta, because they're, they're pioneers, and they're in New Zealand. Like, why isn't there any fucking physical effects pioneers in the states there probably is but like i don't know any right yeah, that yeah come to mind you know what i mean but wet is fucking world famous yeah do you know what i'm saying like because peter jackson's an absolute don i love the guy um but that was my two cents mm. <laughs> you got anything else to say man like, um, about it? have you got any more notes or anything um no, like yeah, my my last notes was just the wet workshop prosthetics look fucking amazing, and they do. Yep. Yeah, it got um a lot of praise. I I really. do okay. I do want to say though that like there's one thing about this movie that like really kind of impresses me is that it's it's such a genre bending movie, right? Like it is. I I it think is. he could be like oh you know it's an action movie or like a thriller or whatever, right? Yeah, but it's not because yeah. it goes from like it goes from like a documentary to like a body horror like horror movie, macabre kind of horror. Yeah, like, then it goes yeah. to like now it's like a thriller, like an action thriller where like people are hunting him down, and then at the end it's like a, a action movie, and there's like kind of a um. It's just a melding of genres, and it's, like, all wrapped up in this, like, overarching sci-fi genre as well. It's just so, so weird to see, like, all these things kind of in the same movie at the same time, but it all works together, like, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know what to pin it as. I mean, because, like the Oscars, they put it as, like, a documentary, like, style movie, right? 
It is it, to some extent. It is but... a hybrid of just like different kind of genres. I wouldn't say it's a fucking comedy, even though I laughed at parts. Because of just <laughs> yeah. how fucking awkward bits are and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's not really an action movie because it's you know action movie action movies have a purpose right to right yeah fool the audience you know like at its base you know like car chases or whatever but in this it's like you kind of don't want the action scenes to happen because they're so brutal and when they do happen it's like right fuck yeah. you know like you know like and it's all kind of in aid of his character development because he's like resorting to fucking absolute ultra violence just to survive. Yep. You know what I mean? And it it is a genre bending movie like you mentioned and um yeah, like it got oh who voted this? Hang on a minute. IGN I mean we don't trust IGN. No. But I it, don't. Uh, <laughs> number twenty four on a list of the top twenty five sci fi movies of all time. Um and it was the fifth TriStar Pictures film ever nominated for a Best Picture at the Academy Awards. And did it win? Yeah, it won quite a lot. Best Cinematography, Best Achievement in Film Editing. It received four Academy Award nominations for Picture of the Year, Best Writing, Adapted Screenplay, um, Visual Effects, of course, um, Seven BAFTAs. Yeah, like this and a movie Golden Globe. Won wow, a, a ton. Wow, I never knew that it was so acclaimed. To be honest, um. I remember, like, seeing this, though, because I'd just started, oh, no, wait, started my second year of high school, and two weeks after this was released, I saw two movies at the cinemas. It's like a photographic memory that I've got. Mm -hmm. I saw the movie 500 Days of Summer mm -hmm. um, with Zoe Deschanel, I remember, and then the movie Orphan, if you've ever seen that as well. That was, like, the same week, I think, I saw this movie. Oh, that's, like, the weird... Um, yeah, the, the, the girl that's like 40 years old, but she's like a young girl or something. Yeah, yeah, and, okay, uh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about, yeah. And it was the same week as this. I just remember seeing this the same week as Orphan and 500 Days of Summer. Oh. And uh, yeah, like, it's just stuck in my mind, like that time of being a high school student and just telling people, oh, I saw this movie about aliens and it was fucking great. But now I'm like more of a developed adult and I'm like, wow, this is a really insane science fiction hybrid film about segregation and racism and it's fucking unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know what to give this movie out of 10, to be honest. Would you like to go first? Um, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, I think this movie was just as good, maybe even better than I remember. Like, So my feeling just like kind of off the top of my head like after watching it today and like sitting on it yeah. a little bit because i had a couple hours to sit on it i think this movie is like a solid eight yeah yeah i agree i agree yeah solid eight um what would you say you like best about it um for me like i am i'm a i love like the the i'm not a movie maker myself but i always love seeing like how they make a movie and yeah. like just knowing what they had to do with the prosthetics and, like, just the design of the aliens is really unique. Because, like, they could have just gone, like, a, a fucking, you know, a, a Star Trek thing with, like, humans with shit on their <laughs> face. But they didn't do that. And they're, like, really, like, weird and they are alien, right? 
And, you know, the action scenes are good. The special effects are amazing. The prawns look great. The story is well written. Like, it's... It doesn't have, like, this happy end where, like, everything kind of goes back to the status quo. So it leaves you with, like, oh, you know, like, what happened to Wickus? What happened to Christopher when he went off in space? Like, who knows? We don't know because there's no sequel. Or at least there won't be for a while. Yeah, <laughs> if ever. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's interesting. I agree. And also, like, I don't know how they'd make a sequel. I think it's one of those movies that just kind of stands on its yeah, own. Yeah, just leave it. It it yeah, is just, yeah. the way it is because that's all it needs unless to be. They, unless they completely reverse it, in which case humans visit the prawns planet and the exact same thing happens. <laughs> and then again, you've got like a weird variation of real life yeah. again. So it's like, I don't see how they can make this pretty interesting. Like The whole Christopher Vickers kind of thing is done. So I think they'd have to do it with like a different kind of prawn family or like right. a different kind of like part of the world or something like that you know what i mean like, like i another... think it would be interesting if like if they're gonna make a sequel where like oh christopher comes back and he brings like just a f- another ship full of fucking prawns right but like yeah he's like oh no like we want to live on earth like we're gonna stay here so like he comes back and uh, he cures Wickus or whatever, right? And then it's like them both trying to adjust back to their lives would be an interesting take on it. Or like, uh, you know, Wickus now he's like back human, so he's like, oh, I don't give a fuck about you prawns anymore, right? And he, him just kind of, kind of reverting back to the person and realizing like, no, like I was a pro- like, I I sympathize with these people now, right? Like an identity crisis, right. basically. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, he's he's kind of like a dude that got caught between two uh, two groups. So I think that would That's be interesting. an interesting kind of uh, thing. And then they're having to deal with, like, all these prawns, like, willingly coming to Earth. It's like, oh, no, we want to settle here now because, I don't know, our planet's shit or something, right? Like mass, mass, like a commentary on, like, mass migration, yeah. pretty much, to, like, a certain place. That's not even that, that just, like... It, Look at it like if you're gonna if you're gonna do it from like a historical perspective, like looking at it as literal colonization of like the Americas, yeah, yeah. right? Like the yeah, prawns yeah. are the Europeans now because they have superior technology and they're they're coming to America to colonize. And they're like, we don't give a fuck now. We're gonna take your shit hmm. instead of just like invasion, alien right. invasion. But like you you mentioned colonization, mm-hmm. right? Which is an interesting kind of. Um, way to look at it. Yep. Um, because alien invasion is just like destroy the yeah, just blow kill everything the president. Out, right? Yeah, we don't care. And right? then we're just gonna sit in the sky and not do anything. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you cool. can make that movie too, <laughs> but I think it would be fucking boring. That's Independence Day. I love Independence Day, but that's what the aliens do. Right. And yeah. It's just like they destroy all the major landmarks conveniently because they're big, and then it's like. Well, we're just going to sit here and then threaten to take all your resources, but there's no, like, exposition showing that, like, any aliens harvesting brains or something Right, right, like right. That. And it's just like, we're just going to sit here and just do nothing until you fucking nuke us, and then we'll come back for a terrible sequel in, like, <laughs> yeah. 20 years. Yep. Uh, so please don't make a sequel to this movie. I'm also going to give it an 8 for the exact same reasons. Um, I think it's an excellent commentary on, like, a real-life um period of history yep. um 
I think it's superbly acted yeah, by you know, people who aren't really actors. Well known yeah, actors, they're not well known actors. And the Peter Jackson connection just completes it for me. Like after I saw this today and found that out, and wetter and all that that we mentioned. Oh my god! Like I, I'm gonna give it like an eight point five. I think it's a fucking great. It's a good movie. Sci-fi. It's solid. It yeah. is. A, it is a very very good movie, man. Um, I don't know. I was just interested last week in like revisiting it because like I saw it on like a poll and I was like, "Huh, I haven't seen that in fucking god knows how long." Like, wonder if Dave's seen it. We both yep. had, and then we've revisited it. And I think this was an interesting movie to watch this week. You know yep. what I mean? We can revisit something with yeah. fresh and more mature kind of. Eyes yeah, that's and... for sure. That that definitely yeah. did happen. It was a really, really good experience, actually. Um, so the the big question is, mate, mm-hmm. do you have anything for next week? Do you um, have anything on the radar? I have some idea. Uh, I have like two or three movies I'm thinking about. But okay. I'm going to sleep on it tonight and then see what I feel like tomorrow and I'll let you know. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to have to wait. <laughs> um, Other... Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll give you a hint. Okay. All right. Okay. One this movie features Nicolas Cage. Oh. <laughs> and oh, that could be fucking anything, man. And that another movie be. features William Dafoe. All right, all right. So if you're gonna do like Nick Cage, it could be Face Off, it could be Con Air, it could be The Wicker Man, <laughs> which is terrible. It could be any fucking straight to VHS kind of mess that Nick Cage has made mm-hmm. with Willem Dafoe. Ah, uh, The Lighthouse is that, that? That's a shout. Yep, that's that's Pattinson. the that's one of the ones I'm thinking of is The Lighthouse. Oh my. God, I've always wanted to watch that, man. It's a few years old, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Uh, it's like two years old, I think. Yeah, it's in black and white with Robert Pattinson in it. Yeah. Uh, the the, new Batman. the, uh, the movie with, no, not William Defoe, with um, Nick Cage that, uh, that I've yeah. wanted to see. I've wanted to watch it for like a year and a half and just haven't sat down, so this feels like a good excuse to watch it, um, is Pig. Ah, Pig. Yeah, I've heard about this. Thank fuck you didn't say knowing because that is the worst movie I've ever seen in my <laughs> no, life. No, 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 no. Yeah, I am, I am a Nick Cage fan, but movie. yeah, there's some. It's uh... a stinker, man. Absolute stinker. I don't know, man. If I had to choose, I'd choose The Lighthouse okay. because that really interests me. Do you want to watch that? Yeah, let's watch. Let's watch The Lighthouse. Oh yes, more Willem Dafoe. He's one of my favorites, bro. He's so good. He was a handsome fucking guy, man. When he was younger, he's still kind of. Nah, I can't say. He's got a horrendous fucking scary face now, to be honest. But um, yeah, loved him in the new Spider-Man. He's, he's just excellent, man. Yeah. Absolute brilliant actor. So let's watch The Lighthouse sure. next week. Yes. If that's cool with you. All right, everybody. That was District 9 um, by Nell Blomkamp, 2009. And we are the Midnight Film Club. And again, we're remote. Yep. So thank you for your patience and for your listenership Mm -hmm. and we will see you in next week in the lighthouse next week in the lighthouse next week with just the two of us just like like the both of them all right everybody stay safe be healthy see you next week